You're listening to Rooted and Overflowing. Welcome to episode 33 of Rooted and Overflowing. For today's episode, we're going to jump right in and take a walk through the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11. If you'd like to read along or read it later, the link for the scripture passage will be in the show notes. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. To provide a bit of backstory for where we are, in chapter 10, Jesus just finished telling his disciples about the authority they have in him and through him. Jesus also gave them instructions on how to conduct themselves as they go from town to town ministering. When we get to chapter 11, Jesus was heading off to do more preaching and teaching. Let's start reading. When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in other cities. Now, when John heard in prison about the deeds of Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? Here is what we see so far. Jesus is on his way to continue teaching and preaching. John the Baptist is in prison, and word got back to him about the miracles that Jesus was performing. John is in prison because he voiced his displeasure with King Herod over the wife he had chosen. We read about John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, which say, In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. So from prison, John sent two of his disciples to Jesus in order to find out if he was really the Messiah, if he truly was the one, the capital O-N-E, that he himself had proclaimed to come. And if they were to find that Jesus was not the one, not the capital O-N-E, then they were to prepare to keep looking. Picking up at verse 4, it says, And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Jesus indulges the inquiry from John that came through John's disciples. And Jesus tells them to tell John, The blind can see, the lame are walking, diseased people are visibly cleansed, and the deaf are hearing now. And I'm raising people from the dead. Now let's pause here. When we consider the poor that Jesus speaks about in verse 5, In this scripture, Jesus is speaking of those who are deeply humbled and repentant behind their sinful condition. People who are face to face with their human frailty and fleshly condition as people. There are people who really are undone behind sin and want to make things right with God. Here, Jesus is saying that the people who are in that state are hearing him. 
They're letting the good news hit their hearts and compel them to receive him as savior. This is a cue to us to always make sure that we hear Jesus. Throughout our lives, we will hit times where we just become undone. We just become undone behind the complexities of living. We'll become undone by sin. And these are the times where we can either hear and respond to Jesus for the first time or for that never-ending next time where our best response is to draw closer to Christ. Continuing with verse 6, it says, And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me, which is to say, who shall not stumble over me. In other words, Jesus is saying, you'll be blessed if you receive me for who I am and for how I am. If you keep looking for someone or something, you'll miss me. If you're looking for a king with royal garments, a jeweled crown, or a chariot to come and sweep you out of this miserable life, you'll miss me. But if you're looking for the Messiah, the one sent by God to deliver you from the consequence of sin in preparation for eternal life with God, I am he and you'll be blessed. You'll reap the benefits of knowing me. Now, we won't read through all of verses 7 through 27, but we'll pull out a few highlights along the way. In this section, we read where Jesus preached and taught the people about John the Baptist, telling who he was and the reason John came before him and his stature among all people. Jesus says in verse 10, this is he, meaning John, of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. In verse 12, Jesus explained how when John came and up until the time he was speaking, the kingdom of heaven was and continued to suffer violently, meaning it was and continues to come violently. Those who see the value of the kingdom of heaven will willingly, violently, or quickly take hold of it and make a concerted effort to make it a reality in this life. Those are the ones who will take it by force, the ones who will make the necessary sacrifices to live according to the kingdom of heaven while here on earth. In the next several verses, Jesus highlights several cities and tells how their lack of repentance will bring upon them an intolerable judgment. We see in verse 25 where it says, At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Jesus is hitting on a common occurrence in our human nature where people who are high in intellect and acumen when it comes to everyday secular matters have the tendency to be skeptical and a bit skittish when it comes to spiritual matters. I mean, think about it. When you become skilled in understanding complex matters and you encounter an all-wise and all-knowing God who undoes everything that you've learned in order to teach you the true way of life through Jesus Christ, it can be unsettling. And not knowing something when you're used to knowing a lot of things brings a confluence of circumstances where the best next step is to become humble 
and begin learning more about Jesus. This brings us to verses 28 through 30, a familiar chapter where Jesus does what we've been discussing. He calls people to himself and he lets them, he lets us know that he is the way to the peace that we crave. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is the Savior and Messiah sent to bear the sins of the world. And here, he called people to come to him. Now, in context, the labor and heavy laden regarded the people who were burdened with the rituals of worshiping God. Jesus was trying to help them understand that an outworking of his coming was to simplify worship. Worshiping God didn't take turtle doves or intricate observances anymore, and it doesn't now. But what it does take is confessing and believing that Jesus Christ is the Savior for all. And this is laid out for us in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, which says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This is how we gain access to God. And become partakers, which is to say that we experience firsthand the refreshing that comes from being in the presence of the Lord. And it's here that we are also able to experience firsthand true peace and the guilt-free way of life that God offers us through Jesus Christ. I hope this episode brought value to you today. It is an unofficial preview to a series that I'll be starting soon entitled Salvation Defined. We hear a lot about being saved, walking with Jesus, having a relationship with God, and I'm taking an opportunity to examine what this important opportunity means for us. I hope that you'll join me and invite a friend to listen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Rooted and Overflowing. To hear back episodes and learn more about the podcast, visit rootedandoverflowing.com. Resources are available and they are designed to equip you and enhance your walk with Jesus Christ. When you rate and review the show, it helps me make sure I'm sharing information that is valuable. So I invite you to let me know how I'm doing and share the podcast with a friend. Until next time, stay rooted in Christ and overflow with gratitude.